0: This is the Rhythm Authors Podcast for December 22nd, 2010, Episode 6, The Origin Story. Welcome to the sixth episode of the Rhythm Author's Podcast. Sound Offense, when do I stop announcing the number of the episode?
1: Uh, boy, I don't, I, I didn't think that we would actually stop announcing the number of the episode. I mean, I could see us going all the way up to a hundred for
0: frick's sake. Welcome to episode, uh, we have to go at least to episode 42.
1: Yeah, I think so. But I, th- I think if we stop at forty three, that's t- everyone's just gonna be like, "Hey, wait a minute." <laughs> I
0: don't. I don't think our sound base, our fan base, sounds like that. Sound defense. Uh,
1: well, I don't know. <laughs> what does what does our fan base sound more like?
0: Uh, I'm not sure. I think it's more like a it's more like a, a Bank Camaro album. Just sort of a chorus.
1: Uh, just like eleven people all saying "Hey" at the same time. <laughs> yes,
0: if you could if you could pull that off, then that would be impressive.
1: Uh, give me, like, ten minutes and <laughs> some time with the Reaper, and I'll get back to you.
0: If it seems like we're stalling, it's because there's no news this week. No, not, nothing happened this week.
2: It was Pretty incredible. Much.
0: I mean, between, uh, between the last podcast and now, nothing's happened. One thing has happened. <laughs> and what is that there's, thing, Sound Offense?
1: That one thing was uh, some more information about the Fender Squire. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yes. It turns out that uh, I don't. I don't know which of this information we knew before and what we know now. But okay, here's everything we know. Know now. The Fender Squire is going to come out uh, sometime next year. I believe in April, though I'm not sure it's confirmed. And it's going to be a timed exclusive for Best Buy in the United States. Yes,
0: and pre-orders have started.
1: I believe they have. Yes, you can. Uh, put $280 down on the thing, plus tax, and then uh, you've got it pre-ordered.
0: Yeah, that's kind of crazy because we were expecting pre-orders to start the beginning of New Year, and then they just rolled this out like, no, Best Buy really wanted us to do this or something. Huh. But uh, apparently at Best Buy's also, there's a, if your Best Buy has a music section, they're going to have a demo out to try of the Squire. Really? Yes, that's what they're saying. Now... You and me have experienced Best Buy demos before. hmm How bad do you think it's going to be?
1: <laughs> oh, boy. I'm imagining... Uh, do you think it'll of... have
0: all six strings?
1: Uh, no. <laughs> I, I don't. I was, I was expecting four yeah. strings left intact. You will only be able to play pro bass on the Best Buy. <laughs> you know, that raises an interesting question. Can you restring your squire? Yes,
0: because the, uh, yeah, because the, uh, as far as I understand it, the, uh, the technology is all built into the neck, not into the strings. Really? So the strings could be anything. You could probably play it without strings if you wanted to.
2: Wow.
0: Air guitar. (laughs) Yes. But that would be really stupid, and I don't know why you would want to do that.
1: Yeah, well, wow, that's, uh, a great amount of foresight on Harmonix's part.
0: Yes, that would be horrendous if you had to use like specifically branded strings, I think.
2: No kidding. But I no, don't know.
0: I'm going to check out the Best Buys around here, see if, uh, see if they have any demo units out. That'd be really cool.
1: Uh, I think I'm going to have to do that, too. I'll just sort of uh, play on whatever strings I can and see how far I get on <laughs> uh, easy mode i
0: will be sho- I'll be shocked if I show up, and there is one, and it even has the entire neck left, quite honestly yeah. based on previous Best Buy
1: <laughs> yeah I re- most I remember one best one time I went down to Best Buy and they had a guitar hero, uh, drum kit on display, and the symbols were just like gone. <laughs> there was a bit of foam where the symbols used to be, you could tell, but
0: besides that, nope nothing Last time I was at a Best Buy the uh the they had Rockman One Drum setup still. And right. yes. And the red pad was not connected to the kit anymore. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> so it was probably like a launch kit that they never got rid of.
1: Yeah, they're possibly, who knows, maybe they ran out of or yeah, I guess a launch kit that they had to take out of the stock in the back somewhere. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Well I'll stick it here. Yeah, the thing is, um, I've uh, lent my equipment out to rock band parties a couple times here at the university, right? and uh, it doesn't end well. <laughs> People are
0: not uh, nice to your uh, peripherals.
1: Yeah, my my red pad, it is now convex. It is <laughs> one gigantic bubble. That's awesome. Mm-hmm, and I think I'm going to stop lending out everything, or stop lending out my drums. They're... You know, they're nice to everything else. They treated the keyboard with a lot of respect, because they had not seen one before. <laughs>
0: what is this mystical creature?
1: I must play this.
0: I must rock with this. Um, well, since that's the only real news, um, and I feel kind of bad, because we've had three guests on now, two different episodes, mm-hmm. um, and we just sort of grill them with questions. <laughs>
1: yes we did we were just like we were going to take advantage of you for our podcast
0: and fairwood had no idea i was going to give him any questions <laughs> at the beginning of that podcast so i thought it was only fair that we answer some of the questions that we give out um so first of all sound defense what's your major role in rhythm authors right now
1: um, right now my role is in, I guess, a little bit of a state of flux. Uh, I know most of us are focused on peer reviews right now, but, um, mainly I've switched over to authoring. I'm, uh, actually mostly doing, uh, pro-keys authoring, or at least part of the pro-keys authoring.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like, uh, it, it's a two-part process at the moment, basically. I take the song and I will... Uh, give as literal a transcription of the keys part as I can possibly make, and then I hand it off to ELX, who takes my transcription and turns it into an actual Pro Keys chart.
0: Interesting. I was listening to the, uh, the official harmonics podcast, and they were talking about pro guitar and pro bass, mm-hmm. and they were basically saying the same thing for the Mustang. Really? Because the Mustang is limited to 17 frets, and uh, they would transcribe it, literally, and then they would say, "All right, what parts would have to be shifted down an octave, you know, and stuff like that." Oh. So it is a bit similar in that case, I think. Um, I, th-
1: I think I heard about that. the The Squire is actually, isn't it, going to have different uh, pro guitar parts?
0: Mm-hmm. It does because it's a full twenty-two fret
1: guitar. <laughs> I can't uh, remember. I, I don't. I don't have a guitar on hand. So yes. I wouldn't be able to
0: talk. I have one, but I don't want to pick it up. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So I that,
1: that's amazing. I, I think just by that information, I need to now go out and make sure I get a Squire instead of a Mustang, <laughs> even though it's twice the price.
0: So have you managed to weasel your way out of being our vocals guy um, with this pro keys business?
1: For the moment, this, that seems to be the case. I've only ever had uh, two vocals authoring assignments, and I don't know who's doing the rest right now.
0: Interesting. Well, I think a lot of our stuff is sort of in flux because a lot of it's waiting for
1: 2.0. Oh, uh, that's true. We are, sorta... Like, sort of right now,
0: we're just sort of trying to push what we have through peer review because we have a lot of backlog to uh, put through. Yeah,
1: I'm, tr- I'm trying to get it out before we have to do a major reauthoring of songs that might not need it.
0: Yeah. That would, that would definitely be <laughs> terrifying. Um... for for me it's kind of weird i sort of uh you know we were both qa for a long time and now we're both major i mean we both author now everyone Mm -hmm. at the company does and uh you sort of shifted into vocals and pro keys and i guess i sort of i started getting drum assignments but Mm. i haven't had i've only had a couple and like some of it's some of the other stuff has been mostly just still qa So like it's it's sort of weird because we do have we did shift over right before we started focusing on peer reviews a lot. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't think either of us have had too many assignments.
1: Overall, I I've had I think a total of uh, I want to say six assignments. Right. Only uh, there were two of them were vocals and four of them were pro keys and one of those is you know still in progress. I, I actually haven't started it yet but <laughs> I, I hope i i hope that elx isn't or if he if he is listening to this recognize that this was recorded a long time before you heard this
0: <laughs> yes this was recorded in november
1: yes <laughs> no <laughs> long before i had received this assignment this
0: was recorded two years ago before we were at the company
1: <laughs> yeah well no no, no I'm, I'm just busy i have finals he, yeah, everyone knows the, how it is Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. So.
0: What got you, Sound Defense, into Rock Band?
1: Oh, uh, well, I started playing rhythm games in general in 2002 or 2003, back when we uh, convinced our parents to get us a PlayStation 2 with Dance Dance Revolution on the basis of uh, it's uh, good for your health. Yes,
0: I did the same thing.
1: Yes, and (laughs) it worked masterfully. And, you know, it probably was really good for my health. I must have played that game every day on heavy for like two years
0: so the thing that it's not good for as i yeah. came to find out because i live on a second uh floor uh, it's, oh, it's yeah. not good for sh- for ceiling
1: fans <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> or
0: anything hanging from a ceiling beneath you
1: <laughs> oh god i hope you didn't destroy somebody's fan
0: no but they get really petrified whenever i uh, drum nowadays because they're like oh god that fan is not moving is <laughs> moving way more than it should be <laughs>
1: Do do that even when you're playing Rock Band?
0: Yes, because the the bass pedal.
1: Uh yeah. Uh, f- well, besides that, uh, back in 2006 or so, I was passing by a Best Buy, and they had a Guitar Hero demo set up for the very first game, because the second wasn't out yet. And so I sat down, and uh, I, I played a couple of songs, and I was like, "Hey, this is you know pretty cool stuff." And then I take a closer look at the set list, and I see that they have infected by bad religion. And instantly, (laughs) my mindset changes to, I must have this game. Nice. Yes, within the span of about a half second.
0: That's an interesting song to sell you on it, too. That's not a song that people would think uh, would sell a game, I don't think.
1: You wouldn't think so, but... Uh, as evidenced by my username, I am an enormous Bad Religion <laughs> fan. I have all of their music, even the really ridiculous obscure stuff that was only released on soundtracks back in the 80s. I
0: have all their vinyls.
1: <laughs> no, I, I don't have any of their vinyls. I have all
0: of their live shows on Laserdisc. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, I have their studio stuff, how about that? <laughs>
0: that makes sense. Yeah. So you, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so you picked up Guitar Hero 1, and then that's how it all began? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, pretty much. I graduated to Guitar Hero 2 and 3, then I found Score Hero, and that was pretty much the beginning of the end.
0: Interesting. Did you get to, did you get to Score Hero
1: before or after Rock Band came out? Um, it was after Rock Band came out, but before I actually started playing Rock Band. Interesting. Uh, yeah, I'd, when Rock Band first came out, um, I was mostly still playing Guitar Hero, because mm-hmm. I didn't know anybody who had the game. Yeah. And I I'd, I'd only ever played it once at a shortly after release at a party and I played on the drums and I'm like whoa this is awesome. And and then later a friend of mine got it and I would always want to play it and eventually I was able to snag my own from work. It was actually <laughs> on this was on a employee appreciation day and I managed to get the whole bundle for 40% off.
0: Oh wow, that's that's yeah. awesome.
1: Mhm. And then uh, later, I got a video recording device, and then you know, after that, it was pretty much hopeless for me.
0: <laughs> All right,
1: how about uh, yourself?
0: Well, for me, my uh, my story is kind of interesting. I, I think let me tell you how awesome my story is. No, um, <laughs> how awesome is your story? <laughs> um, Guitar Hero One was coming out, and I was big in the GameStop or GameSpot at the time, and I saw this review for mm-hmm. Guitar Hero, and I was already playing DDR. And they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, this is this other rhythm game. And they gave it like, I think they gave it like a nine or something, like really high. And I was like, oh. whoa, that's insane. It's impressive. DDR games don't score that high. So I was in- immediately interested in it. And then uh, sometime after, my friend bought it and then like, brought it over to my house. And he was like playing on medium and stuff. And I was like, I've played guitar for a year. I bet I could do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loaded it up on, e- or on hard. And I was like, you know, just played on hard for a while. And I was like, I wonder if I can beat Fat Lip on Expert.
2: Uh-huh. So
0: he bet me I couldn't beat Fat Lip on S- Expert. <laughs> oh, how much? And then I did. It was like five bucks. <laughs> oh, nice. But then I did, and then I was like, I have to get this game. It's just too much fun.
1: Very nice. Yeah, I've, I, I ended up starting on hard, and actually for three games, I had to start on hard. <laughs> nice. Because it was hard. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think I ever moved down, uh, down back to... No, I did. When Guitar Hero 3 came out, the Dragon Force song... And uh, mm-hmm. the boss, the devil went down to Georgia. I had to drop down to hard.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I had to drop down to hard on Guitar Hero 3 right around before I forget. I couldn't do that. Oh, God.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh,
1: ever since then, it's always been nothing but expert for me. Though, they... w- once I get a pro guitar, it's going to be back down to easy, I tell you what. <laughs> yes, uh,
0: <laughs> pro keys was the first time I ever went down to medium. Again, really? I, even, I started on drums um,
2: hard.
1: Oh, uh, I, I started drums on hard, but that was back when I was still playing guitar on hard, too. Yeah. And I, and I guess I started keys, pro keys on hard, but that was just one set E3. When I actually got the game, I went straight to expert, and it was probably stupid.
0: But <laughs> yeah, probably. I've um, totally
1: interrupted you. Go on.
0: No, no, no. But the crazy thing. So Rock Band comes out,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I understood the whole switch. You know, I knew harmonics made the first two guitar heroes. You know, I knew that they yeah. were making Rock Band now. I knew that Neversoft was making Guitar Hero now. Despite all that, I thought mm-hmm. Rock Band was the stupidest idea I'd ever heard of. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was convinced it was t- terrible. I was convinced the drums would be unplayable.
2: <laughs>
0: huh. I, I, was, I was just in my head, for some whatever reason, I was convinced Guitar Hero was the way to go forever. And then... Uh, I found out Rockman had Welcome Home by Coheed and Cambria uh, and I was like well I gotta at least play that so then my friends bought it and then I played it at their place and then I immediately loved it because you know Coheed and <laughs> Cambria is in it
2: <laughs> yeah and I'm a huge Coheed
0: and, and, and Cambria it's, it's fan it's drums yeah and then I eventually played drums and then uh, and that was the rest of that was history and I like less than a month later I bought a complete bundle at Best Buy Very nice. Even though my 360 was uh, out for repair at the time.
1: (laughs) I
2: just just wanted to
0: sit around and look at it. Play along the YouTube videos for a while.
1: Nice. That's sort of what I did, except I did it in the air, which probably wasn't good for my wrists.
0: (laughs) No. I still do that, and it's still not good for my wrists. (laughs) So that's what got us into the rhythm gaming stuff. But what got
1: you into creators? Into creators of. Ooh, that's sort of a good question. I guess uh, back in 2009, I first discovered Feedback, which was the program uh, people used to make Guitar Hero based customs. And I thought this was really cool because you know everyone who plays Guitar Hero and rock bands, like without exception, always says, "I wish this song was in this game." <laughs> yes, that's, that's how it goes. And this so I made is, a couple of yeah. A lot of Sorry. this stuff was like before, before Rock Band took off all the DLC stuff too. Yeah, definitely. This, this was back in the days of Guitar Hero 2, even. People mm-hmm. were doing this. So, like, the, first it-
0: the idea of, like, this huge, gigantic 2000 song library was just, you know, not even fathomable at the time.
1: Mm-hmm. But no, it, it, it was maybe conceivable through customs after a few years, maybe. We had no idea Harmonix would go so completely nuts with the <laughs> DLC, which is glorious. Yes. But continue. But- yeah, so I was basically doing that, and I was making customs, and it was fun. And but I eventually dropped it after a little while because I didn't really know how to get it onto my console. First of all, mm-hmm. and s- second of all, because the program was pretty hard to use, and thirdly because you know it was really like it was impossible to like, really display them and see people's reactions to the songs, which was sort of off-putting, because I, I don't like making things just for my own amusement. I like to make things that other people can enjoy, too. Right. So I'm the same I, Yeah, so I sort of shelved the whole idea until later in 2009 when I found out about the Rock Band Network, and instantly I headed over to the creator's website and downloaded the tools and started tinkering with the customs all over again. And it was while I was doing this that uh, I was going through the Score Hero forums completely randomly. And I happened upon a post by ELX saying that uh, they were looking for Rhythm Authors applications. And, they, and the deadline was that very day. <laughs> nice. So, I, I, by magnificent stroke of luck, I was able to complete my application in time.
0: I don't know what we would have done without you and your perfect pitch. <laughs> uh, I I don't know,
1: but <laughs> all I know is that I am glad that I am here.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I guess, sort of the same situation. I tinkered with customs here and there. Um, when the Rock Band Network came out, it was for me. It was sort of like a moment of all right. I should really start to finish these songs that I'm writing.
1: <laughs> oh, so you you sort of went in the opposite direction. Instead of making customs, you should make music. Sort of. So I started finishing songs. I
0: finished like a couple like ideas, basically, not like songs, but ideas, and then charted those. Mm-hmm. And then put up a YouTube video of it, just to sort of get an idea of what people were thinking of it. And they're like, you know, I, this seems kind of cool.
1: I I remember that. I remember seeing one of those videos. Yes, I've had uh, a few. <laughs> so that's what I wanted to
0: do, and I eventually bought. Well, to show off my charts, I eventually bought like four months of X and A, so I could use Audition actually. to test my songs and stuff. And I eventually like dabbled with customs and stuff, but I never really cared that much about it. Um, and then I was always, I always talked with Elx a lot in like <laughs> private chat on oh, right. Game Surge, yeah. And then he was like, "Yeah, I put up this." Uh, Rhythm Author's application, you should probably you should probably do one. You should probably do an application. (laughs) And I was like, oh, uh, okay.
1: (laughs) So he, he was quite keen on the idea of you working here from the beginning.
0: Yeah, kind of. I mean, I still had to pass all the preliminary stuff. Of course. But I still had to prove that I was a you know, someone who could actually do this thing. But I think, you know, the fact that I was so into the community and the fact that I'd already charted a bunch of stuff uh, I think was enough proof for that maybe oh nice so, yeah. yeah. and then mm-hmm. almost a year later still don't have any songs on the Rock Band Network
2: <laughs> the, y-
1: you've, you've made progress you have one in playtest yes we'll talk about that after the break
0: Back from that break, and starting from this episode, we decided, or I decided, I guess it's my podcast. Yeah, he,
1: he makes all the decisions, <laughs> my podcast. I to sort of go along for the ride,
0: yeah. So, I decided that uh, it's not that big of a deal to talk about stuff that's in playtest and PR, and then when the song comes out, to sort of be like, Oh, it's out, we talked about it earlier, huh? Well, so <laughs> I would much you know, rather, I, I
1: thought we'd be doing that anyway.
0: <laughs> I would much rather just talk about songs that are coming out, I think that's a lot simpler. So that means any song that we talk about from here on forward, um, you can just go straight to the Rock Band Network store and download it if you think it's cool. All
1: right, so what, so what happens uh, in the two-week period where nothing comes out? <laughs> we'll figure something out. We'll talk about a really old song. <laughs> sure, we, we, we can discuss Still There by Bojibian. <laughs>
0: yes. Speaking of Bojibian. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: No, we'll get to that in a minute. Um. Uh, songs came out this week. We have 10 Signs You Should Leave" by Amur. uh "Do Yourself a Favor" by Comeback Kid, and "The Body" by Close Your Eyes. And about songs that we talked about before, we have "Voodoo Anthem" by Stray Play, which we talked about on the first episode. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Very excited about that one, I think. Yes, um, we are. And we have "Hallway" by Bojibian, which we talked about on the second episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is, that was uh, one of my picks wasn't it yes i think i don't remember <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it was it, it was either one of my picks or it was one of my one picks of, <laughs> yeah one of your picks one of my well picks done. that was actually your picks
0: <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> whatever um okay and then songs that we're going to talk about this week that have come out um include lost by john garrison Battlesoul by Battlesoul? Off the album Battlesoul. Yes. I believe you said there's one other instance you remember of that happening?
1: Yes, and that instance was from the very first album by Bad Religion. So they had a song named Bad Religion. Yes, <laughs> Off I think it's, the album, Bad Religion.
0: crazy to me, but whatever. Um, well,
1: it's, it's still crazy to me. I mean, that's only the <laughs> second time I've ever seen this.
0: That's true, that's true. And we have Samarian Shambala Shambhala by Wretched, and Fractured, Everything I Said Was True by Taproot. But the first song we're going to talk about is Lost by John Garrison, and here is a clip. One small piece
2: of so much more. I was lost without-
0: that was lost by john garrison uh what do you think sound defense uh,
1: i just uh, like the vocals for that song it's like I, I really like identifying songs in the rock band network where they're like a lot of fun to sing because you know you know i sort of think in original vocals tracks are sort of few and far between so i like that one
0: yes that one is like as i was saying uh before i uh when i was cutting the sample for this one it, it just gets stuck in my head immediately and i'm just like humming along to it as the uh as the sample goes, as I test it to make sure it's right. Um, <laughs> yes. It's, uh, it's such a good vocal song. And uh, the rest of the instruments don't really lag behind, I don't think.
2: What do you Not think? Not
1: so much. Uh, maybe, uh, I don't know. The, the guitar, is sort of... Well, none of the instruments are horribly difficult, but they all sort of, you know, stay interesting in their own way. They sort of change things up so you never feel like you're stuck in a rut. They do, uh, they are pretty low tier, I
0: believe. But they are... Uh, i do think that they're interesting the drums especially have a lot of beats that i that i specifically like really enjoy and it has a great pre-chorus like disco beat which is really mm-hmm. fun
1: yeah that's that that took me by surprise i wasn't expecting that yeah i forgot it was in there <laughs> and then i saw it and i was like oh mm-hmm. yeah i remember that now and just reminds me that it's going to be fun to play when it comes out with the pro drums authored
0: yes um, what song do you have this week? The first song do you have for me?
1: My first song this week is by the well-known band Taproot. This is Fractured, Everything I Said Was True.
2: I play my part and you play the field and that
1: was a sample for fractured everything i said was true by tapruda what are your thoughts uh those drums are pretty crazy right those those drums are really crazy they're not like particularly difficult or anything but it's a very unusual beat and like the the drums are sort of everywhere which yeah, is great
0: and you were i think you brought up that uh it's a lot of toms and cymbals inter- interwoven together throughout the song mm-hmm. it's like it has, a, has a, a pattern I love with the ride, and then the, uh, the yellow tom will come in in between them. Oh, yeah. The two-two. Yeah, I'm not going to try and mimic it, but... <laughs> or I may have tried to mimic it, but...
1: <laughs> no, you, you actually did try to mimic it just a second ago. That's true. But the, I think the drums really shine the
0: most out of that song for me.
1: Yeah, definitely that would be the case,
0: I think. I think, uh, not to be outdone, I think the, the guitar track has a cool kind of slow... Painkiller type riff to it for a lot of the song that I think could be really fun to play.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty much yeah. Painkiller is a good way to describe it. It's the same basic pattern. It's just about the same tempo too. Is it? It feels a bit slower to me. (laughs) Maybe maybe a little bit slower, but it's very close
0: to the same. I like how for the taproot song, both of us mimicked part of the song. (laughs) My last song this week is Sumerian Shambhala by Retro It was just a small taste of Sumerian Shambhala by Wretched. Uh, what do you think about that song, Sound Defense?
1: Uh, what don't I think about that song? <laughs> what, no. What, uh, um, I don't when, upon retrospect, that was probably a really pointless comment, but, uh, boy, that, that song is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> on everything.
0: You know, uh, Elex may be prone to a little bit of hyperbole every now and again, mm. but uh, when he introduced the song to me. He was like, this is harder than We Are the Nightmare. Do you think that's true?
2: Um,
1: you know what? I actually do not think that is true.
0: Interesting. Uh,
1: I I can see there are certain portions of the song that, you know, they're like, just incredibly stamina-draining stuff. On drums specifically. Yeah, on drums specifically, to be sure. And the blasts are, you know, constant, and they're ridiculous. but, uh, the the thing is that this song, on occasion, it lets up. <laughs> That's a good it, point. We are nightmare. It does not let up at any point whatsoever. Even if it's a little bit, you know, softer, not so stamina draining. Just the bass pedal messes with your head ridiculously.
0: I think. Uh, I think if the song had the kind of polyrhythm that is in We Are the Nightmares' main polyrhythm. Oh uh, yeah. I think it would be a contender, but otherwise, not so much. But it is still like. I would say this is probably the second hardest song to come out of
1: us, right? Uh, that's. I would probably have to agree with that. I don't. I don't know what other I stuff think we've of, been putting out that is this ridiculous.
0: Yes, and uh, and it's super difficult across all three non-vocal instruments.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The, the strumming that is required of you is just.
0: Yes, I expect to. I I, I would be amazed to see an FC on any instrument for the song. Even bass, because bass is totally ridiculous.
1: Bass is ridiculous. It'll, it'll probably be the first to be FC'd eventually. Yeah. Th- this, I don't know, this will probably be FC'd eventually because, you know, we as a superior race of rock band ridicule people. <laughs> you know, we. Pff, the th- 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 sort of things we can do is ridiculous. It's true. I would not be. Uh- no,
0: me I personally, would... I can't do anything ridiculous. <laughs> no. Um, I will not be FCing this song.
1: <laughs> I think, I I think we can both say that we won't FC this. I don't think I will. I, I will leave that to people like uh, Dragon Taser.
0: Yes, or V-Dog. Yeah. So, yeah, a good song for people who just really want like a tough challenge, for people who like Blasts, uh, for, yeah. people for people who liked We Are the Nightmare but thought that the polyrhythm was too difficult maybe.
1: Yeah, that's a good uh,
0: demographic, if a little bit obscure. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, we're a pretty obscure podcast. And uh, what's the final song that you have for me? The
1: last song that I brought along was uh, "Battle Soul" by the group Battle Soul. song was, uh you know, I forget the name of that song and the artist. What was, do you remember? Well, I don't
0: remember. All I remember is that the album was Battlesoul. Hmm, maybe that'll give us some clues. I get, uh,
1: we'll, we'll think about it.
0: We'll never figure it out, so let's just call the rest of them Battlesoul, too.
1: Sure. That, that'll be easy.
0: That'll be the easiest thing to do.
1: Yeah, so what do you think of that particular song? I had... I had vague memories of Battle Soul
0: because we worked on it a really long time ago.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been in there for a while. Yeah,
0: so when I loaded it up and I started listening to it, it all sort of flowed back into me. That drum track, which is just—it's never too over the top, I don't think, but it is very interesting to play, uh, to look at. I assume to play. I haven't played it yet.
1: Yeah, I still need to give it a try. I'm probably gonna download that one because it's awesome. Yes, it is very awesome. Uh, for those who don't know, it's it's kind
0: of hard to tell from the sample, but. Uh, Battle Soul is like a Celtic thrash metal type song. So like the lead guitar parts are very like Irish folk song influenced.
1: Mm -hmm. And, And we have like bagpipes and everything. Yes. And it's
0: awesome. The, the guitar track, I think the drums are really fun, but I really think guitar shines on this.
1: Uh, yeah, I suppose so at the very least for the solo and the, and the solo is so intense. It, it really this this solo is ridiculously hard yes. i, I want to put it above things like rainbow in the dark even yes it is i remember i think it was one of the first songs that
0: we worked on that like when i looked at the solo i was like "Huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> where did this come from because it really just sort of comes out of nowhere yeah
1: a fun fact this song is so incredibly con- intense that well, while we were recording the podcast it actually crashed my computer <laughs>
0: yes after crashing reaper twice <laughs> it then I proceeded to-, to completely crash his entire computer
1: yeah i had i had to restart and reload up everything and download a version of battle soul that was slightly less intense
0: version uh version compatible with uh not destroying
1: your stuff <laughs> yeah version compatible with Uh, computers not forged within the fires of Valhalla. Exactly.
0: concludes another episode of the rhythm authors podcast you can find us at rhythmauthors.com at rhythmauthors on twitter you can uh, check out rockbandnetwork.com for more information about the rock band network and subscribe to us on itunes and leave comments feedback anything else it'll help us it'll help promote us to the general public
1: absolutely Uh, as for us personally uh, you can find me on twitter at at the sound defense or check out my youtube at sound defense rb And you can also see my various writings at Cracked.com, Nintendo Gal, and Gamer TV Network.
0: And as for me, you can find me on at Mistaken on Twitter, Mistaken on YouTube, and you can find my original music at Mistaken.Bandcamp.com. One of my songs, Autumns of Optimism, is now up in Playtest. It is the theme song to the podcast, actually. So, you know, if you have creators' uh, access, you can go check that out there. Um, Mm -hmm. That's M-Y-S-T-A-K-I-N.
1: Go ahead and see what the rest of the song sounds like. Yes, it's uh, the rest of it's quite good, actually.
0: I've heard uh, I've heard good things.
2: Yeah,
1: maybe. I don't know. That, that was <laughs> eloquently half-bake. put. Very eloquent. <laughs> the, that was a half baked attempt to make a subtle joke about how mistaken has some ideas into the creative process, and it just sort of came out all at once as word vomit.
0: <laughs> well. Join us two weeks from now when we bring you more word vomit.
1: <laughs> more word vomit coming up.
0: Still don't have any songs on Rock Band Network.
1: <laughs> the, you've you've made progress. You have one in playtest. Yes, we'll talk about that
0: after the break.
1: uh yes, I think I think we shall. Uh, on, on a side note, should I uh, download that song quick? Is that one of the ones? No, we're gonna go for okay. All right, this it's part in, will it's be in
0: play test uh, Okay. Oh yeah, that's true. Playtest. I'm just gonna right. I'm just gonna like say that it's in there because I'm really happy.
1: All right, maybe we could go over it on another podcast.
0: (laughs) I knew what you meant, like a different episode, but I pictured us like starting a different podcast
1: for it. Oh, God. (laughs) Here's the Autumn's Podcast. Episode one. Only episode. (laughs) The only episode. So...